you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Hello, and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I am Aeneas Williams. We're hosting our podcast series remotely during this COVID-19 crisis. One of the things that is important for anyone, be it a player, legend, or just someone else at home during this time is staying active. Our guest today is NFL legend, LaCharles Bentley, who has created a virtual home workout video series that are available online as part of the NFL Way to Play series. Welcome back, LaCharles. Nias, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, the first thing i like to ask with these videos, if, if people are able to get to it and be active with these virtual uh, videos, not only the current players that you work with, but also people at home, if they take heed to your videos, pay attention to them, LaCharles, the question I would have, does that mean they are able to uh, deform their bodies into something of what I would call like a Bentley, that fancy <laughs> car? How about that? <laughs> it might turn you into a Kia, but I don't know about a Bentley. Uh, <laughs> well, I think with these with these videos, what they're going to do is at least get people, as you mentioned, and get you back moving and get you back active. 
And even for those people that uh, people being the fans, parents that are going a bit stir crazy and you want to just kind of get out here and move your body around a little bit, these videos will help them as well to serve a tremendous purpose in their in their lives during this current climate that we're in, so to speak. Uh, but they they're supplementary. You know, this is something that is serving a need that the world has at this point in time. And at some point in time, we get back to some level of normalcy. People will get back into the weight room. But as of right now, I think this is a great opportunity to get people moving or keep athletes moving. Yo, one of the things, Charles, you usually do in offseason, you're usually training NFL linemen anyway, a lot of them in person, but also because of the, the virtual, the videos that you've already done, it's almost like literally you were set up already and prepared for this global challenge to train people. It just so happened now it's not just office alignment, but with these videos, uh, what are you hoping uh, people can get from them? Well, I'm hoping the biggest thing is peace of mind, uh, knowing that you are in a place where, yes, as I said, the world is not exactly where we would like it to be right now, but we will get back to some level of normalcy. But right now, I think it's just important for people to, from a mental health standpoint especially, just to get their bodies and minds active and keep it going. Uh, and I think that is really the focal point and the opportunity that we're trying to take advantage of is to serve a need. And the need is, yeah, people are stir crazy. People don't have the opportunities and uh, the luxuries that, you know, we're used to being afforded, but having an opportunity now uh, to just sit at home and still be active, that is invaluable. And hopefully over a period of time, as I said, the world will get back to the point where we can get back out here and uh, continue to live our lives under the format that we're accustomed to. But as of right now, there's a need. Uh, I believe these videos and this content serves that need at a very high level. Uh, and I think another component is this. You see so much on social media, you know, with people just posting you know, posting content and just showing, look at what I'm doing, look at what I'm doing without context. And I think that can be a bit of a slippery slope where you're not providing true programming to individuals. So if I'm going to show you how to do a push-up or how to do a bodyweight squat, whatever it may be, I should also provide context to that, meaning some sort of roadmap that's going to get you from point A to point B. Am I doing 100 push-ups or am I doing 50 push-ups or am I going to change uh, the volume over a period of time? And I think that's, again, what these videos provide is it gives you a structured program uh, that will get you from point A to point B. And so you've already described some of the content. Is there specific videos you can Tell us what they are and also uh, elaborate a little more what will people experience as a result of going through those videos. Well, in terms of what you'll experience, it's three phases. And I tried to, to marry the three phases, uh, these particular three phases, with what happens in our game. So you're going to have an isometric, a bandit component, and dynamic. And relative to football, the isometric is the strain. So when you get into a tackle or a block, you're going to strain into that. Uh, with the bandit, you're receiving constant tension or constant load. And that's another element of our game is receiving load. And then last but not least, the dynamic or explosive part. You don't want to drag yourself into a block or a tackle. You want to drive dynamically through it. So those are the three components relative to the training side that you're going to experience. Isometric 
metric, the bandit, and the dynamic. Now, typically in a weight room environment, uh, you're going to be able to receive those type of stimulus under uh, a, a squat rack or a power clean or whatever it might be. But in this instance, we're just simply replicating these movements or replicating the stimulus through a basic bath towel, a rubber band. And as we kind of get further into the, the, the system itself, we actually end up taking a gallon uh, water jug, filling it halfway up and creating a bit of a dumbbell type deal. And then we later on put it a uh, rubber band through it and we create a kettlebell uh, type deal as well. So what ends up happening over the four week period is you will experience football type training, but you will do so with a very minimal approach. And I think, again, that is going to keep athletes ready uh, to receive and deliver force when the time becomes appropriate once again. I remember one of the things you've implemented is what my high school coach implemented when when I was a freshman in high school. We didn't have at our school the budget for the weights and the, the enormous weight room that we see in a lot of facilities. You were able to do these videos look like it required very little equipment, a trainer or non-trainer modes. Also, you've catered it to just a basic human being, not the elite athlete. Tell me about that. Well, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, and this is why part of me feels that the time that we're in right now is, is going to actually be a positive for young athletes, especially because it gets it gives us an opportunity to get back to the basics, you know, building overall general fitness by getting the heart rate up, uh, relearning basic movement patterns. Uh, that's that's what it takes to be a high level athlete. Uh, but to your point, again, you know, when you give much more, uh, I guess you could say, equipment and tools and information, it can become a bit burdensome for individuals to to weed themselves through what is the most appropriate way, what is the most effective way uh, to build an athlete. And you hear so many different voices and opinions and thought patterns of what not and schools of thought that the message of getting the athlete ready to play this game can often become difficult to understand and is again burdensome to weed through but when you remove and you have to get back to the Spartan-like mentality or the Spartan-type world that we're in right now where you have very minimal resources. Now we get back to that innate human ability to thrive, not just thrive, but to survive at a very high level. And I think that's what these uh, videos are going to be able to do is it gets us back to that base ground level of where our game is truly played at. And that's through general fitness. And that's, again, getting the heart rate up, relearning basic movement patterns, uh, not seeing athletes with a bunch of weight on the bar, but they're doing the movements wrong. You know, you're going to give kids a unique opportunity throughout this time period to really build the proper capacity to play this game at a high level if we take advantage of it fully. Last time you were on with me doing a podcast, you talked about your injuries and finding your purpose training alignment. But let's talk about your f philosophy. During this time, many are calling a crisis, and the word crisis has a dual meaning. One part of it means danger, the other means opportunities. When you talked about your injuries and the challenges and adversity you were going through, it seemed to have formed your philosophy behind what you do what your training modules and your training talk to us about your philosophy 
Well, I, I try to not have a general philosophy because I always believe this, is that once a person says, well, this is my philosophy, it means that you aren't willing to adapt. So I guess my philosophy is to stay fluid. Now, there are some experiences that I have that are unique that allows me to think maybe a little bit differently than some, but I think that that's unique to all of us based on our experiences. That's the culmination of who we are as people, but relative to how I go about developing athletes, the, the philosophy or the fluidity in that philosophy is just simply this. Focus on the necessities, uh, eliminate the fluff, and if you can develop the person, the athlete becomes infinitely easier to develop. So this time period that we're in right now, it really feeds right into the first two premise, uh, two bases of what I believe is you have to eliminate the fluff and focus on the necessities because we don't have the access uh, to all of the uh, extra stuff that we're used to, to dealing with in, in, in player development and human performance and whatnot. So with all that being said, yes, my experiences of the past have built how I think, and I think how I think sort of fits perfectly into where we are. Uh, but with that being said, even once the world gets back uh, to a sense of normalcy, I, I feel that on a personal level, it would just be much more invigorating and uh, I'll be much more appreciative of uh, what you're used to, as I said, accustomed to having. Here's a thought. We all, rightfully so, we're required now and encouraged to stay home. So a lot of people are at home. You've geared a lot of your module and your training, obviously, to be able to do this at home, getting back to the basics. It's interesting. When we're able to get outside, a lot of times we may have found ourselves being busy but not yet productive. <laughs> now, Charles, we're required to stay home. It's easy to be unproductive, wasting time. Mm -hmm. So you said if you build the person, that will correspond to building an athlete. How do you encourage people to actually, what kind of mindset do they need to have to even stay consistent and not waste time video games, not just waste time watching, binging on programs? Tell me about that. <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> it's funny. Wow. Uh, I just instituted a, a rule in the home because all of my kids are at home. I have six, six kids, five boys, one girl, and the oldest is 16 and the youngest is five. So you get everything in between. And I found uh, the environment becoming, to, becoming conducive to them not being productive. Yes, they have the little online school that they uh, have to do, but you know they're, they're done with that in 10 minutes. And then they have the whole day to figure out what to do. And so what I saw is everyone's spending much more time on uh, the iPads and YouTube and social media. And even myself, you see yourself starting to slide it down that, that rabbit hole of spending more time on social media, more time uh, watching uh, Netflix. I think I watched the, the Tiger King in one day. Uh, I think I watched about two or three other, <laughs> two or three uh, other series, like in just one sitting. Now, granted, they were really interesting, but nonetheless, that's not exactly how uh, you stay productive. So what I've done is I've now mandated that our kids now have to read parts of parts of one book every night and then have to do a one page report on it before they go to bed. Now, in terms of you know, 
how that would manifest itself in terms of general population, I think we have to be wise with how we're using our time and making sure that that time isn't just being spent on social media. It's not just being spent uh, in front of the TV, but pick up a book that you may have been putting off and you want to you wanna read. Uh, you know, there's so many other activities. Like I found, I've just really discovered myself that I have no hobbies. Uh, and this is a problem. <laughs> my hobbies have been revolving <laughs> around the business and revolving around my kids and you know, I'm like I, I have nothing that really you know, interests me outside of that. But you know, I'm trying to not pick up a hobby. Uh, my daughter now she's big into uh, the the Legos that have this robotic type Lego system that she has, and I'm trying to not help her with that and get into that. So I'm discovering more about my family. I'm discovering more about myself. But to your point, I think that we have to be open to that discovery. We can't allow this time to consume us. We can't allow this time uh, to use us as much as we should be using this time. And how different has it been? You've homeschooled your children. So this setting of being at home, as at least as students, they're used to. So what's been the biggest challenge now in keeping them motivated now that it's not just I'm home for school, but we're home for a while? Mm -hmm. the, that's a great question. The biggest challenge has been they got a taste of regular school. And so so now they got that taste. <laughs> they got that taste. And they're like, you know what? We kind of like this. And now uh, having this additional time, you know, and it has been a bit of a, a adjustment for them, although for the first five years or so, they've all been homeschooled. Uh, but now they got into that rhythm of hanging out with friends and, and that social element of school and, uh, you know, that just typical school routine. And I think they really began to enjoy it. So now that they can't experience that, it was a little bit woe is me type of persona that they all kind of took on. And that's where the social media and the YouTube and they're going to kind of just lounge around. Uh, they really got adapted to that. But, you know, we got to break that habit, not to let them get too comfortable with that. As we trans transition back to the actual legend, you know, one of the things I noticed about legends, we worked out, but a lot of times the workout was because we wanted to ball out. And now when we're legends now, instead of training being a part of our lifestyle, it's been stopped because now our legends are saying, man, I don't want structure. I don't, I don't want to be in a weight room. I just want to do what I want to do. How do you motivate legends to make fitness, staying in shape, taking care of their, their bodies, make that a part of their lifestyle? How do you motivate them to make it a part of the lifestyle now that they're no longer training to do their jobs? You know, I think that's a, that's a layered discussion. I think it's a little bit difficult, you know, but you have to get to the base of it. I think part of the issue with that is many legends, uh, post-career, we we now want to take ownership of our lives, so to speak, because we're so accustomed to people telling us what to do. You have to work out at this time. We have to be here at this particular time. And now that we don't have that structure, you know, it's, you know what? I don't want to do that because I don't have to do that. And I think the biggest shift that we have to make is, you know, at one point in time, 
Yes, we trained because we wanted to be the best player we could be. But oftentimes we trained because we didn't want to get in trouble either. We wanted to stay in good graces of the coaches or the team or the organization or whatever it may or may or not uh, have been. But in this instance, I think the good graces you want to stay in is good graces of you. How you wake up in the morning and you roll yourself out of that bed, how do you want to feel? When you look into the mirror, how do you want to feel about the person looking back at you? When you play with your kids, how do you want to feel? How do you want your kids and your wife to look at you? I think that is something that we have to take ownership of because no one is going to mandate uh, that we take ownership of that. But that's something, again, that we all have that inside of us that when we decide to do something, you know, we do it at the highest level possible but we have to take and make that that initial take that initial step and make that choice to take ownership of it uh it's no longer i'm doing this because of i want to be the best player because i don't want the coach to be uh on my butt i'm doing this because i want to do it for me i want to do it for my kids i want to do it for my wife i think that's a shift in mindset that uh we have to take and we have to eventually get guys to that point Dealing with the mental mindset that obviously you had to develop, and I remember being on the podcast with you last time, you talked about what it took to go through the rehab, to go through the monotony, the tedious things that you have to do. What should the mental mindset be during this time now, Lil' Charles? How does a person, when you rehab, that's adversity. Now we're staying home, sometimes we don't know when things will get back to our, our old normal or if it ever will. What should now, from your experience, how did you develop the mental toughness that was needed to not only get through the rehab successfully, get back on the field, but also how did you translate that to, how, to life and how would you encourage legends to build that mental toughness? You know, that's a little tough to answer because all of us are in different seasons of our lives and all of us have different anxieties and, and, and pressures that we're under. So I'm not sure if there's a true one size fits all approach, but, but speaking from my personal uh, experiences, you know, I knew that my worst case scenario was, okay, you can't play football anymore, all right? Relative to life and the grand scheme of life, you know, that's really not that big of a deal. But if I take that same uh, reality and I now put it into a situation where it's, hey, you may not be able to feed your kids tomorrow morning. That's a completely different level, a different, uh, again, level of desperation and, and experience at that point in time. But I think the one thing that kind of oversets all of that is your faith. You know, how is your faith? How strong is your faith? And, and knowing that even through the worst and the best of situations, things are generally going to work out uh, on your behalf. And I think this right now is a unique experience for all of us. But again, what's unique for me is different from what may be unique and traumatic for someone else. But at the end of the day, my faith is being tested in areas that are important to me. But I think other people's faith are going to be tested in areas that are more important and personal to them. But at the end of the day, the common thread is still going to be the faith, uh, that faith word. So I think that the mindset uh, is going to be rooted in 
your faith and how much faith and how much faith do you uh, truly have to be able to get yourself and your circumstances back to the point that you want or envision them being. It's ironic as we close it out, they can find your videos can be also found utefootball.nfl.com. Is that correct? Correct. And as you're closing out, you mentioned faith. I actually shared a message in doing these type of opportunities, I call them. There's a time I, I had a football in my hand and the football I referenced as my faith, LaCharles. And as I started sharing this message, I dropped the ball. I fumbled it. And I said, a lot of times when people go through things, they end up fumbling their faith. I said, but this is the time now where your faith is tested. Now, this is this is like, it's just like our training. We could be trained professionals, trained professionals in the weight room, practice field. But when you told a story about going against that office alignment and how that impacted you traumatically and how you had to get through, well, guess what? Your faith was tested yeah. in this case as it relates to being on the football field. You experienced something that you had never experienced and even though you had heard right. <laughs> about this guy, you had heard it because faith comes by hearing, right? So mm -hmm. you had heard about this guy, but you hadn't experienced him. And then when you, it was awesome because you told a story, and I don't want to go back into it, but it was a, a player, a defensive player that your veteran teammates had told you about, I'm sorry, veteran office alignment, mm -hmm. had told you about to be prepared but you being that youngster, young yep. in your faith, if I'm using football metaphor, right? right. Yeah. And then now you experience it, right? And next thing you know, your faith was tested. And at a moment during your testing of your faith, you were on a sideline thinking, and I emphasize thinking about quitting. Correct. But once again, somebody on the sideline told you and challenged you to get back out there. And that's why our huddles and our teammates probably are so important during this time. It could be a spouse, could be children, could be a legend, could be a former coach, or a very, very own ourselves sometimes encouraging us, this is not the time to tap out. We're going to pass the test. And when we do, we'll be victorious as a result. LaCharles, as always, it's been fantastic. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for listening in. The best is yet to come. Thank you. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.